Education Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I'm here today again live. So excited to be live with Michael Massey. And um, for fun, this introduction is actually being recorded at the end because we, we dove right into it. I just started recording in the kind of in the middle of a conversation, and we tried to catch you up with where we were. But if it seems like um, there's not a good segue, that's why. But anyway, welcome, Michael. Thank you for having been here. (laughs) (laughs) My pleasure, Kara. Great to be here again. (laughs) Yes. Um, uh, It's a notion of awakening and end. Uh, As... And there's so many, particularly this year, uh, so many people have woke up or awakened. Um, and what they've done is they've, they've, yes, they've woken up out of the dream that they were in. And they've woken up into another dream. But they don't recognize that they're actually, they just woke from one dream into another dream. And I can't stress enough the importance of once you've been through an awakening, is to don't stop. Mm-hmm. Do not stop. Is, okay, I woke up. Well, then wake up again. Wake up again. Do not stop the journey of awakening. So do you, is there like a, a signal that you've even awoken? Because it can be, subtle and gradual and so do people need to be if I mean I've even come up against this where it's like I don't know am I awakened it's like I'm different than I was and I have like a higher or a a more expanded consciousness but what constitutes these awakenings you know okay well like does one decide if they had one all right well um, let's take you for example I'm just going to ask are you aware of and can you feel um, um, uh, energies moving through your body yes yes um, do you you know through the chakra system or you know meridians or whatever yes you can mm-hmm. feel the activity there yeah okay um, were you always that way no okay so that's one example of an awakening Okay. All right. So you've woken to the awareness of these so-called, you know, these subtle energies or um, uh, invisible energies. Is are these energies real to you? Yes. Right. Okay. And um, and incidentally, how do we? How do you know that they're real? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Okay. So how? I mean, through experience. Experience. Yeah. All right. And it's not because you read it in a book. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because you, it's, it's funny is that, that, um, uh, it's, uh, uh, we, we tend to, what, what constitutes something being real? And it's whether or not we can feel it. Mm-hmm. If we cannot feel something. Yeah. Is it real? It's kind of like a velveteen rabbit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's the it's the felt experience of these energies that make them real. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, I, if I were to sit here and play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. um, and um, bust out a bunch of science or something that that shows there's no way there's nothing detectable going on with you whatsoever does that make it any less real no because you have that felt so i cannot convince you that they're not real um at best maybe i could do is convince you that they're inconsequential or there's no significance yeah but i so i could maybe chip away at what they mean to you. Right. 
but can I ever really convince you short of an entire brainwash or something or right. you know that they're that those are not real right. uh, so this would be one example uh, when we uh, an awakening okay. and, all right so um, and this is ultimately this is um, one of the stages of awakening mm-hmm. is the awareness and sensitivity to energy. Okay. And then, um, and it's, it's, it's funny, then, then there's, there's generally with an awakening, there's also a, a um, <laughs> I say it's like a backwards compatibility. There's a rewriting of our story. So we might, once we're aware of the human energy system, Mm-hmm. And we can we're oh, now we're aware of these energies flowing through us, and and then we can also go oh okay, um, um actually I, I did have experiences back before I was awake, but I called them certain things like oh I remember trying to get up on stage when I was six years old to sing a song at the for the new year's pageant mm-hmm. and i had butterflies yeah okay yeah. um or uh uh i remember that time i was so choked up i had a frog in my throat okay yeah. okay uh-huh. all right um or uh, what is it that thing that called it people are they got all those videos on the asdm or uh it's the. Oh, is it the eye movement thing, or no the. Um, or the sensitivity to sounds or something. Yeah, or? the little clicking things. Yeah. People oh. whisper. Um, um, I don't remember either, uh, but I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, like these people. Their videos. Their videos, and yeah, and it puts people into this really sublime, relaxed state. And and uh, incidentally, like I remember. Um, that I would get that feeling most most notably um, when as a as like a kid or actually even almost my whole life and when I would go get my hair cut. Really? And so just the proximity, oh, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Particularly around the third eye, it oh. would I would get I would f- I could feel this little like this, you know, and somebody's caring for you and there's this attention that's placed right on you know your head in there and it would you know I would just kind of like you know I'd be kind of blissing out yeah in the the chair and and um so there's another example of um of before awakening to the awareness of all these energy flows there's still the experience and so um and then of course we have you know sexual arousal there's a mm-hmm. you know that's another shocker well, as well and like feeling and like the, falling in love, love right the fl- there the we go right of the heart and yeah exactly right very com- yeah. Uh, yeah maybe the most common one yeah so um yeah, we've all fallen in love and uh so these are these are experiences that we have of energy of energy motion through our bodies that and yet Right, and when I asked you, were you always aware? Right, and you say no, right? Right. So we actually do have these experiences along the way, but then there is this a period where we kind of we wake up to now we understand and we are like self witness to these experiences mm-hmm. that we're having, yeah. um, and then also you know with this. A much greater awareness of of it of the it doesn't necessarily take falling in love or um, um, or sitting in the the barber chair or um, or getting extra yeah and it doesn't take yeah. an extraordinary event in order for us to invoke to, that to, to kind not just invoke it but just to feel into it sometimes right. you know we we like just with our own awareness of those energies we might just tune into ourselves just to know well i'm not feeling a whole lot at the moment but that's still awareness 
Yeah. Right. 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 So that's a, another level of awakening. Now, uh, there was you know a, a video online that I think I shared with you at one point, which was uh, slavery and the eight bales. No, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it's not really a very well. Uh, somebody, somebody should remake that kind of video and do it a little bit more better justice. It, it introduces it's this concept that you know you have these different veils and and um, um, you know under you have basically like ninety percent of the world just lives they just they're just living their life to make end meets, put food on the table. That's it. And you have you know ten percent beyond that are aware of this. Um, the geopolitical uh, global economy and business and politics and all that sort of stuff. These aren't, this is just illustrative numbers, you know, mm-hmm. the 10% of the, that are aware of that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then there's another veil. And uh, behind that, you discover that there's actually secret societies such as the Illuminati's and the Bilderbergs and the um, Trilateral Commission and the Council on Foreign Relations and this and that and that. And these are, um, let's say, these are not affiliated. They're typically, you know, they're, they're bloodline-oriented families and factions that are have had wealth for thousands of years and they pull the strings on governments and all kinds of stuff. Okay, so there's that level of awakening. And then... Then you peel that veil back, and all of a sudden you see, wow, there's actually there's this ET interactions that have been happening with this planet, yeah. okay, and positive and negative factions, and you know it's just the next level of the of behind the scenes on the mm-hmm. kind of the battleground, uh, and you know you peel that back, and then you see that there's like angels and demons, mm-hmm. and so there's and then. You peel that back, and you know there's even there's another level beyond that. And in the particular video, it it doesn't really know, or I think it goes into it beyond that. There's a unification, where we realize that this is it's all one, and beyond that, it's discovery of God and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's um, these levels of awakening. And so we have, you know, in the United States here, uh, this year has been, let's say, a year of great awakening in that so many people have woken up to, the, say, the next level of this. Okay. Okay? The next level. Meaning that they've, a veil has dropped. All of a sudden they're seeing, oh, there's, there's, something, going now, there's behind... something going on behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. From a political Go, could be standpoint, political, do you mean, or just in general? In general. Like for most people, some sort of level of veil field has been removed. Correct. Okay. So now all of a sudden they're going, oh, there's these other things going on that I was previously not aware of. So in a sense, this is an awakening. Mm-hmm. But it's not the end. Mm-hmm. Okay? And yet many who... Uh, it is so easy to all of a sudden go. You go through awakening and see, oh, this was hidden. Mm-hmm. Now I see. Is to interpret that as being reality. Mm, the true reality. reality. Okay. Oh, this is what's really going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and it's like not necessarily. That's not the end of the story. That's not the full story. It's not. Um, and so there's, is, you know, to the, to the point I was making earlier, to, to anyone out there who's going through any level of awakening, is, you know, keep on keeping on. Keep walking the path. Wake up and then wake up. And then wake up. And keep waking up. And make that one's daily intent. Uh, one's daily prayer is to awaken mm-hmm. into greater truth and greater truth. 
And particularly if you find yourself, if anyone finds themselves at some level where they've they seem to they've woken up to what now appears to be you know a, a newer, truer reality uh, that is frightening. Uh, then uh, j- just know that there's more. Okay, because it's yeah that is not the end, and the eventually there's the ultimate when when all the veils are gone there is the revelation of the kingdom of God that is here and always has been, and that all we have done is is dreamt as a society as a people as a species. We've dreamt up a world in which this is hidden. Just like Bob Newhart in that show in the 80s. How that, remember when he had that hotel? I don't. No. And at the I end, in the very end, the very end of the series, uh-huh. he wakes up from a dream. The whole hotel and everything had just been a dream. dream. Remember, this is my cousin Daryl and my other cousin Daryl. I never have not what? seen this. I know you, you've, you've. Michael Massey. I know you caught me with a movie I haven't seen. It's not a movie. It's a sitcom, the New Heart show. Yeah, or never, never watched the. Oh my goodness. Bob Newhart never show. Yeah, I've seen a clip or two. That's all. That's oh, all. Oh, it was like this shocking ending because he woke up and he's like, "I we had a hotel." I think maybe I'm no, making this whole thing no, up. No, I, I doubt know. it. I just completely made that up. But that could be another veil. I just added a veil. Yeah. See the power in this? So there's something that I do want. Help me remember to go back to the daily prayer piece. But also, is there an element, too, that as you keep peeling these veils, that some of these awakenings, could they be like distractions or like... Uh, intentional distractions from lower levels, lower entities to to manipulate. So, like, if you wake up to something, like you say, something mm. frightening, uh-huh. that that is an intentional design by a lower entity to make to distract you from truly. Yeah. Awakening yeah. Higher. Yeah, and I, I think uh, um, actually one of the a really profound book was um, was it uh, uh, was it Bunyan Bunyan who wrote uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Let's say yes. Yeah. I've never heard of this one. Um, I, I want to say Paul Bunyan, but isn't that the yeah, that's like the mythical the 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 guy, right? I'll look it up while you're. So what is it again? The Pilgrim's uh, Pilgrim's Progress? Progress, and it's a it's an allegory, um, and uh, with the, with the Christian orientation to it, but it's really a like I said, it's a powerful allegory of the of the spiritual journey. Um, the but but in the story, yeah, he's 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 on his quest, and and along but along the quest, there's distractions. John Bunyan. John Bunyan. Okay, and uh, that's uh, Paul's uh, uh, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and. So that's a wonderful and a, a wonderful read. And I, there's an animated movie, and they, it's been made into a number of different films because it's a kind of a classic work of literature. There's a animated version of it that was done hmm, maybe. It's, it's been in the last decade. It's pretty well done. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, but th- yeah, that was and this is part of it. And you know, you're kind of watching this movie, and it's it, he's only got one. He's got one task: stay on the path, keep walking. That's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and time after time, he's like, he's like, oh, what's that, you know? And you know, and he, somebody comes and says, oh, I, I need your help with this, and 
he's out of the goodness of his heart. He steps off the path. And, you know, you're just kind of like face palming the whole time. You're like, no, don't go. Yeah. Job. And and that's it. it yeah. But it's, and this is why it's such a, uh, talk about a relatable allegory, mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's the, the number of distractions of things. And then we're like, okay, just stay on the path, keep going. It really is that simple. Mm-hmm. And then it's astounding, yes, the levels of distractions that can, mm-hmm. that can <laughs> take us off yeah. that path. And you, you were talking about how this year in particular, there have been a lot of awakenings, and how does yeah. that play into this whole thing? Yeah, well, you know, people waking up, and they're seeing this new version of reality, or newer version, or whatever, and they're, but it's, uh, if it's not beautiful, don't get off. Mm. Or don't get off the path. Take note and keep walking, because the the true the capital T H E capital T R U T H <laughs> the truth. Just spell everything. Yes, actually, we're just gonna make it all in all caps. <laughs> the truth with an exclamation. Yeah. Okay, is it is is beyond beautiful it is it is beauty it is mm, uh, um, you know it's the, the the there aren't enough books uh, in all the world to to uh, ever encompass the uh, yeah the yeah, it takes more words than have ever been written in the in the total aggregate of all of human history. Still, doesn't encompass the beauty of the truth. Okay. And um, so, even uh, so anyone that's listening, even if you have not yet have a direct experience of the truth, um, that is. It doesn't matter if you haven't, and it's to seek that out. Mm-hmm. With a faith that that is our destiny. It is. For every single it is. individual. Correct. And there are some who have discovered it um, through um, perseverance, walking the path, and taking, you know, oops. Taking the just like Pilgrim's Progress and, and you know, and through their own whatever trial and error, but have managed to, to find, and then, um, and, and then have come back just to say it's real. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and, you know, I, I just offer that to those who are listening. Having made this journey myself, I can attest to the reality of it. And, you know, we were talking about what is real. It's the experiential. It's something that is when you see, experience, and feel something, that's what's real. So yeah. is this, is the truth of which I speak, is it real? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in if anyone can just even tune into the frequency of my voice to feel the truth of what I say in saying that it is real. And yet the words that I might express um, at best are only a signpost or a vector that's pointing others to their own experience of it because there's the nothing that I could ever say is ever a replacement or a surrogate for the direct experience Mm -hmm. of what lies on this path. Mm -hmm. And so um, it is, you know, what, you know, what does this world need most right now? Truth. 
the truth. And the more of us that seek it, the more of us shall find it. And the more of us that find it, the more of us will live it until all of us, we all come to know the real truth. Mm. That's beautiful. And the the other thing (coughs) that you've told me before is that um, the more steps that people are taking on their path, it begins to change and, and make it easier for everybody else, too. So all of us are benefiting from, from your experiences and, and the, the steps that you've taken. They're all, everybody's benefit from the steps that I've taken and the steps that you, the listener, are taking. They're all, all of us are lifting from the steps of those who've come before us, and it makes it easier for us, and then we also are then contributing to the ease and the, you know, the attainment for everybody else, we're changing uh, the collective. Correct, absolutely, it's so true. And it's like, um, okay, so, <laughs> you're like, okay, oh, oh, woe is to the poor bastard who was the first one to ever do this, because you're like, okay, well, you're walking along the path, all right, back to our kind of like pilgrim's progress thing, and then you like, you like, all of a sudden you look, you look, and you go, wow, this looks like a really... I'm kind of hungry, and you look over the path, and you're like, wow, there's a, that looks like a nice fruit tree over there, you know, and then, of course, it's a observer, we're like, no, don't do it, don't do it, <laughs> uh, but you're a little hero here, you know, he's going to step off the path, because you want to grab an apple off that tree, or whatever, har, 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 yeah, right, right, and I think we all know where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. That's a little familiar, isn't that? Yeah. Uh, isn't it's that? Is this? No, is that? How we all got into this? Isn't this how we kind of got into this mess? Right. And um, and so the funny thing is, is, is on this path is that, that um, um, we're talking about a path that leads through multidimensional reality. So just because you can see this little tree over there, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to step off that path, grab that apple, and come back to the path. Uh-uh. Who knows what lies in the space, in the space between. between. Mm-hmm. And there's magical enchantments and things like that and whatnot. And you step off the path, take five steps, and then all of a sudden there's a fog and you look around, now you can't even see your way back. Mm. Okay? And then you can't even see the tree that you're after. Mm. And that's how, that's how the real spiritual journey goes. Oi, oi they, right? So, uh-oh, now I'm in a mess. And, um, you know, and you can wander around in the fog for days, weeks, months, years, mm. lifetimes. Yeah. Okay? before finally finding the path again. You finally do. You're like, oh, 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 thank God, right? But that, what, in finding it again, and um, (laughs) restoring one's resolve, remembering that mission to stay on the path, then the experience, you said it, it it leaves like a, mm, we leave it like uh, an imprint Mm. behind that can serve as a guide or warning to others, so then the next one that's coming along, you know, maybe before they step off the path, or maybe just one step off the path, all of a sudden they're going to get a little signpost that's going to come up. Don't take another step. Mm. Go back to the path. And so as, as we progress along our journey, yes, we leave signposts behind that help redirect others to back to the path. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And thank God for that. Or that would mean that we would every so that um, we're on this destiny together. We're all destined to to uh, reach this moment of experiential discovery of the ultimate truth. 
And so every single one of us is on that trajectory. That doesn't mean that every single one of us needs to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Mm -hmm. Or however long. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so no, it is not some requirement of the journey that, that we, we go off tangent, that we go off path. Mm-hmm. Where there's only a destiny for us to reach our des- destination, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, then, of course, there's a whole other that life that, that, that blooms and blossoms and flowers forth upon reaching that destination so it's not like oh we discovered the truth okay that's a wrap folks okay all right existence is met it's that's not the end of existence that's the beginning of the next next. yeah oh that's yeah that can that can completely blow your mind my mind (laughs) just that you know that all the layers and yeah Let's come back to something else that you mentioned, which okay. was um, that daily intention, the yeah. daily prayer. Right. And so one thing that I came across in the last few days that, that was like a, whoa, just pause for a moment and let that sink in, was um, as you're on your path and you're progressing with purpose toward, you know, ascension or or just spiritual progress, whatever, awakening, however you want to put it, that it's always by choice. It's always by free will, which, you know, I think we we all understand that, that we're, but that continuous choice is, um, is required for the continuation of the progress because you can all because your free choice is always honored and you may want a break or you may need to just pause like you may be like really in a zone where it's like okay yes yes you know let me let me bring in more light let me um you know i want to read more books i want to see you know i want to experience more and more and more but there's also always the honor of like you may need to rest you gave the um the meta, metaphor, metamorphosis, that's not the word, metaphor recently when we were in a private discussion about, um, you know, things being like giving birth, you know, where it's like this push, push, push. So you and I are working on creating, uh, co-creating like some workshops. And yeah. so it was like we, we were in a really creative flow and, you know, really getting into manifesting. And then it, so there was like this intense, push Mm -hmm. and then we separated and you were like okay now it's our rest time you know so don't keep pushing give yourself time to rest and Mm -hmm. so when you're dealing with ascension or when you're dealing with awakening you may experience that where it's like Mm -hmm. I now need to rest because otherwise I'm going to burn myself out or I'm gonna um I'm I for whatever reason you know I just I need to honor that I need to rest and so that is always honored in the higher realms Mm-hmm. And um, that's where that daily intention and that daily prayer can become so effective because you're engaging with choice and you're you are getting into that co-creative space yeah. where you're saying, "Okay, higher self, okay, higher realms, I'm here and I'm on board, and bring it. <laughs> you know, I'm ready, I'm willing, use me." Mm-hmm. Whereas, and so it's really, and it's you giving yourself a chance to check in too, to be like, am I, you know, am I here? Am I, am I ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. How does this feel? Yes. Um, so I really, that for me was like a, oh wow, there's really something there. I don't know. I don't know if you have any, any comments or experience in that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, in. I mean, for me, along the way, you know, I had, you know, I went through a number, let's say, of, you know, a number of initiations, and, and, and each one of these brought um, significant in, enhancements, um, um, knowledge, awareness, uh, they were, they were each, you know, awakenings into, mm-hmm greater and greater levels of 
of the nature of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those were doozies. Mm-hmm. And so there was absolutely this, this, it was like, okay, okay, that just happened. That just changed my whole paradigm of the world, mm-hmm. of life, and my place in it. Uh, and uh, then there was, okay, um, I, uh, now I need to, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. And um, there was the, the, there was a kind of a daily, um, even during, say, the, the periods of rest, a daily intent of show me what I is, show me today what is of most benefit to help me make sense out of things. Mm-hmm. And and there would be an unpacking until it led to a certain level of readiness where I was, okay, now I'm ready to to take the next step. And, you know, it's like, okay, so along the path, um, uh, it's okay to stop mm-hmm. and pitch your tent. Just don't build a house. Yes. Yeah. Pitch a tent. Don't build a house. Yeah. And it's, there's um, uh, what I called, I, I, yeah, I remember this, this I, thanks, thanks to you now remembering what I used to call it. I called it divine discontent. Mm. Yeah. Divine uh, discontent. And it would be, um, uh, there would be a growing sense of discontent about where I'm at that would compel me to go further. Okay. It's what kind of, it's, it's like a little kick in the pants that gets us along the path. And so it was not that um, I was overall discontented with life, it would be a, gr- a growing discontent at my current station or where I happen to be camping. Okay. And as when that would begin to grow, then if I allow it, it's only a little bit of a toggle switch that when there's a growing discontent um, to let that be, it can very easily alchemize into a, a growing sense of excitement or anticipation of what is yet, to, what is next to come. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Because it's ultimately, it's the same energy that's moving us along the path. And if we're in resistance, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when we're in acceptance, it's going to feel exciting. So then, what is the, what's the risk if you're, if you, if you build a house where you should just be well, that's putting a, a tent up? Okay, well, if you build a house and then you're going to fix yourself, that's not going to change. It's not going to change your destiny. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change um, that your soul is going to be moving you. It's going to start those energies are going to start to move you to the next level. And if you're fixated in your position, that means you're going to be having a growing discontent, which means you're going to have a very happy existence in your house. Mm. And that's just going to grow and grow and grow. That, that you will, you will have, did you say you will have an increased... Level of unhappiness? Of unhappiness. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's it's maybe accepting that there is like there is that the universe is vast and limitless, mm-hmm. and so there is 
again, when you talk about awakening, I mean, I can relate this to my own experience of like, wow, I have just found stuff that has blown my mind. You know, like, wow, this resonates so much. This teaching, these teachings, these um, methods, you know, and it's all like resonating so much. And, and it's, it really is feeling like it's filling a void because I have recognized that there's something within me that is ready to grow, ready to learn, and then something comes and it fills that need. And, but I have experienced where then that has become in and of itself, I get very, very familiar with it mm -hmm. and it's no longer um, stimulating or filling, it's not filling my cup because I've already consumed it you know, to the nth degree over and over and over and yeah. in repackaged forms and so forth, but it's the same, you know, I'm trying to like, what is it, squeeze blood from a stone or something yeah. because I'm so familiar with it. Yeah. So then it has been within my own experience, like a call again to God, like, okay, I, I need, I need some more juice because I can feel that I'm stagnating yes and yeah. i want the energies to keep flowing, flowing toward, toward my growth correct and that's in it and that's not to it's it's like you know you reach a, a certain stone along the path and and this is one one point this stone was was your next mm -hmm. it was your next step mm -hmm. and you reach that and you're like, wow, and you go, wow, there's a way station here, and there's and a resupply, and and there's this and some resources and stuff, yay, you know, and you might have been on a long stretch ahead of that. It's very welcome, mm -hmm. and then it's you know, there's a there's like, oh, I'm gonna camp out here for a while, mm -hmm. and you camp out for a while. I'm gonna build a house here, and then then the, then all of a sudden. Uh, the very the first sign of divine discontent is boredom. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you start just to kind of feel you're like, eh, okay, well, I've read all the books in the library now, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and then you know, if you're invariably, if 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 at some point in time. What'll happen is that you'll encounter someone who's who's who, who was um, on the path, but they were behind you. That arrives arrives there at that same way station, and they receive resupply whatnot, and then they head they they go onward, and you might look at them and you're like, and it triggers, it triggers like this. You might hold them in contempt, or you might not, but it's going to trigger this memory of, oh, wait a second here. I, I'm on a mission to follow the path. Mm. Yeah. And that'll awaken something within, and then it's, and then it's just a matter of time. Well, now it's interesting, so I'm curious about what you think with, because I've had this experience where, you know, I've been, like, my, the, you know, step on the, on the path at that period of time was with, you know, part of those teachings that were really latched onto by the people in the houses <laughs> on this path was um, stay with your path, stay with you know, don't keep getting distracted. So it was like, oh, if you leave, you're getting distracted and you're not going to make progress because you really must get deep into these teachings to really excavate everything from it. So just being like the devil, I mean, I, I'm curious if I'm being the devil's advocate, what your thoughts are on that, that line of thinking because that can be like a, that could hold you. Yeah, that's your only option. You know? Well, the, the the see the irony about this is this is a soul journey, soul. S O L E or S O U L. That's a little play on words because it is both. That is a soul journey. 
which we have come forth here to experience a soul journey. And it is exactly that. It is, it is soul. It is solely yours, solely mine. The path to the truth is a soul path. You don't, it, you don't arrive at the truth in groups. No, the, the communion of souls that we seek is, occurs at the end of the path. That is the new beginning. Until this point, everyone must walk the path themselves. You may find yourself walking, uh, you may have a companion for, you know, a few steps on the journey. Mm -hmm. You might not, but it's up to each and every one. Mm -hmm. No one can walk that path for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a um, I, there are a lot of landmines out there. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but they're on, they're not on the path itself. Um, yeah. Um, you know, organized religions um, are. You know they serve their purpose, and and they're they're like way stations along the path. They're places to find refuge. They're places to find communion. They're uh, places to to find inspiration um, and guidance. And some of them are actually located off the path. Mm. Okay, so there are sanctuaries when one is lost. Mm-hmm. That will then that have it's sort of like there's their um, gateways that can get you back on the path and thank God for them. Mm. So that is a, that is a noble uh, as a noble service. Mm-hmm. There are those that um, um, that maintain such sanctuaries, mm-hmm. such way stations, um, and the. The, the importance um, is remembering that this is a soul journey and that, um, that it is absolutely necessary to listen to the, that, those nudges, those promptings of the intuition, of the guidance of one's own soul when it's directing want to move on mm-hmm. and um, sometimes that means um, leaving a church or an organization that one is a part of uh, sometimes it doesn't necessarily you know um, uh, there can be a coexistence of, of, of moving on in one spiritual path um, while maintaining you know a uh, let's say um a uh, uh, presence within a church because it fills um, another, another another need of community or mm-hmm. something else. Only each and every one of this, everyone is, you got to know for yourself mm-hmm. on whether or not, you know, um, this institution, this involvement um, uh, with, uh, with the community, with uh, an organization, uh, whether it is, is it, uh, is it hindering or holding you back? Have you grown complacent? Are you bored? Are you discontent? Mm-hmm. And um, if you are experiencing discontent instead of excitement, then that's what needs to be looked at. I would, um, I mean, I think always there's a temptation as well. If you do find like, oh, okay, it's time to move on, there can be a temptation to be like, oh, and then that was wrong. 
like where I was was wrong, you know. But I, I think there's no. always yes. honor where you've, you've been, been and and then yeah. look back with gratitude because but it has been an important thing. And even if your if your path, you know, you recognize it's time to move on, you know, honor where you've yeah. been rather than kindergarten wasn't wrong just mm-hmm. because we graduated it. And so these are all, it, it, it just steps along the way. And yeah, it's something that was once upon a time a, um, uh, a salvation and a, and a, and a joy to, to reach and be a part of. Then yeah, but on the morrow, it may not be the case. But it does not mean we need to hold it in contempt. Right. It's not necessary. That only, that only happens when we grow so attached to it that we must demonize it in order to justify leaving it. But that's all just fears. Mm, yeah. You know, that's... Um, and, and all that is just... is is Ultimately, is just evidence that you're still on the path mm-hmm. and you have not reached the destination yet. Okay, so thank you so much for being here, Michael, and for your your continued wisdom. So fun to be here in person. Oh, thank you, and uh, uh, it was great. Didn't really kind of know. I actually had some other thing else in mind to talk about today, and this just started coming out. And but I feel like it. Um, I, I know maybe you picked up because you were looking at me at the beginning, and and there was a kind of a. Uh, my brow was furrowed a little bit because this was something I th- that was on my heart to share today. And I'm glad that we had a chance to talk about it. And so um, blessings to all you beautiful souls out there. Um, and uh, on your path, um, keep the faith. Stay on the path. And... Um, and, uh, well, if you get off, then um, Godspeed on your way back to it. And uh, we, will, we shall see you all in, in the truth. Beautiful. Thank you, Michael. And thank you for listening. And look forward to the next meditation conversation. <laughs>